Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, now that the revolution is over, bring on the mania. We take a look back at AEW Revolution and begin to seriously move forward with building WrestleMania weekend, which includes some epic promos, several moments that have blurred the lines between reality and fiction, and honestly, it's just been some damn good storytelling in pro wrestling. You know how good it is? It only took one super kick. Take that, young bucks, for the story to change. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and strap in. It is worth Life Theory, episode number 331 of Kings of the Rings podcast, exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio, and it starts right now. Oh, wrestling's really fucking good right now. Wrestling's been fun, man. Not wrestling, gonna lie. Wrestling is wrestling's, fun. Wrestling's been a good, a damn good time. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on Wrestling Radio, live on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Facebook, all about fun stuff. I am your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Will Tarashock. We are going to have a fun, fun time tonight. There is a lot, a lot of things we need to talk about. A lot of world building for WrestleMania and a lot of blood on AEW, but water is also wet. Will Tarashock, how are you? Water is very wet. I thoroughly enjoy BJ's whole. I do enjoy thoroughly BJ's wholesale club. I did sign up for the <laughs> sign up for one year one year free delivery. It only cost me a hundred bucks. So there you go. Congratulations. Then seven uses within seven weeks. I've made my money back. There you go. Also, they do deliver through DoorDash, which I find interesting. Yeah, we talked about that last week. That's kind of whatever. DoorDash. Yeah. DoorDash so makes money. Bring it, he, he did bring it right to my door though, so I gave him my. Because I was on the app, and I was like, zero tip. Fuck this. this is stupid. I'm making a tip for this guy. This is ridiculous. Yeah, he, uh, he knocked on my door, like, brought it up the stairs, and, like, blessed it at my doorstep. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. So I gave him cash. Here's, here's, here's 10 bucks. Go buy your dog. How many floors are How many floors up are you? It's only two. It's two flights. Oh, okay. That's not bad. I mean, it's... But I was, I, like, I, I, I was like, dude, just leave in the hallway. I'll, I'll grab it. He's like, no, I got it. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Listen, he worked hard tip for that now. tip. Yeah. Yeah, I have to tip you now. <laughs> He saw zero. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, nay, nay. <laughs> no. We're going to go to the door. I'm going to see what you well, look I'm like. Tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very true. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. If you guys do like what you hear or see, at oh, the leave, moment, leave, us, leave us a tip on Patreon. Leave us a that, tip. Right? Leave us a like. You, you know. And biggest podcast listeners, go fund me. I have debt to pay, motherfucker. Exactly. Leave out. us a tip. Leave us a like. Buy some of our amazing merchandise I just happen to be wearing right now. Um, the link to all of that is in the description below. Like, share, subscribe. Let everybody know about how fun this episode is about to be because it is it is going to be a pretty fun episode. I will say I will tell you that because a lot of shit happened. But first, let's go to some really quick news that has happened in the wrestling world since the last time uh, that Will and I uh, got together last Wednesday. For instance, Eddie Kingston might actually be leaving AEW. <laughs> I heard storyline. I'm not believing it. Yeah, it Fake was just, news. it was just. Um, it's like, didn't they do this already, though? Like, isn't this the third time they're doing this with Eddie Kingston? I don't it's like, know. oh, he's quitting the company. So I forgot you were there. <laughs> the, the most memorable thing Eddie Kingston did in AEW was when he tried to save Moxley during the barbed wire deathmatch. The exploding barbed wire deathmatch that didn't explode. <laughs> yeah. And his barbs with Punk were really good. 
his bars would punk are really good. What ruined this potential angle is that they were doing tapings for ROHs because that's still a thing. You know, tapings for a show but doesn't have a TV contract, so they're going to stream it. Um, Never heard of it. Exactly. Uh, so he he was there, he was doing ROH tapings, so he clearly didn't leave. He may have quit AEW, but apparently it's just going to be used on ROHs, kind of like what they're going to do with Samoa Joe. Spoiler alert, Wardlow won. Um, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he choked out Samojo, which I thought was very surprising as well. Um, but listen, it, it got me for a little bit because I was like, this could be real. I've, I've talked to Eddie Kingston. I've interviewed the man. Great guy. Eddie Kingston, the character, wild man, unpredictable. That's what yeah, people love about him. Yeah, he Murphy has internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, now look at that! Look at the face of that guy. It's like, I'll cut you internet. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You got you got your internet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it out for you. Um, so yeah, no, Eddie King's is gonna be on ROH, but it was really good blurring of the lines if the cat wasn't already out of the bag to begin with. Moving on, King of the Ring is back. Where we got our no, names? No, no, it's King and Queen of the Ring, which is the, is the dumbest name since Great Balls of Fire. No, Great Balls of Fire is a horrible name. King so, and Queen of the Ring is just too. It's too much of a mouthful. I mean, I like it. I mean, I love the logo. I was like, well, damn. Hey, dude, is this called King of the Ring? We know what you mean. The logo looks great. I wish you, the thing is, like, I wish you would have came up with that better. logo. Yeah, it was, just, I wish, like, it was just King Ricky of the Ring. How about that? <laughs> like, Christ, wrestling royalty was right there. But for a pay-per-view, like, I'm going to wrestling royalty. Like, I don't know. I'm going to King and Queen of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, the, the and does kind of, kind of rough it up a little bit promo like, dude, wise. Just, just 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 call it just call it king of the ring like we know what you mean yeah they can't call it kings the, the of the internet, ring the internet would have been mad for four seconds trump would have did a toilet tweet and would have been over <laughs> yeah i mean i like it i mean it's better than what's going on big hearse um i do like i do like it calling it queen of the ring instead of queen's crown queen's crown was a good was a good start but queen of the ring is better I like it. Anywho, the big thing about it is it's going to be Saturday, May 27th in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Because, you know, you got to do something with Saudi Arabia. They're still under contract for how long? Three more years? Uh, three or four. Three. And then they might buy the company. So it's that. Then you have to get extended, like for sure. <laughs> Maybe. There's too, much, there's too much blood money to be made. I mean, oil money to be made there. We don't even know how much money is there. I've been starting to see, like, advertisements for the uh, public investment fund on, like, my, uh, on my Chromecast for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you're going to invest in Saudi Arabia? I didn't think you could do that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the it's their money thing that they're using to, you know, do the live golf tournament and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. May does have a ton of events, Big Hurst, because King of the Ring is not the only thing that got announced. At the beginning of May, May 6th, Cinco de Mayo weekend, WWE Backlash, and guess where it's at, Will? Oh, is it in New York? Incorrect. Thank God. San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh, word. <laughs> yes. And they have a special guest host. It's going to take oh, it to... Oh, Bad Bunny, right? Yep. Bad Bunny that bad man, Bad Bunny. is. <laughs> That's a good Bad Bunny, oi. Um, bad Bunny is going to be hosting Backlash. It's finally not, no longer WrestleMania Backlash. Thank God. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah thank god what's really interesting about this i know you didn't watch the survivor series press conference when isa was on right correct okay so isa was on she was the last question she asked triple h she's like you know wd's doing a lot of global market stuff 
is there any markets that you want to go to, blah, 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 including like Puerto Rico, because she sometimes Issa goes back home to Puerto Rico a good amount of time. And Triple yeah. H. Yeah, she's there a lot. Triple H was like, you know, we want to go anywhere. Everybody wants us. We want to go there. You know what it is? And then he said, he's like, but she'll be on the lookout for stuff. Place we go. And he, he distinctly said during some Rapids Expressor, be on the lookout for Puerto Rico. So Dude, they were we need planning to, have, we to need go to, to have Rico. Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul in, in Puerto Rico. Yes. Like, there is real-life beef Please. <laughs> you, if you want Logan Paul to die. That would be an amazing... I, I hope he's just a special guest referee for that. Like, <laughs> that would be the greatest match in the history of pro wrestling. Only because Issa would be the special guest ref and, like, kick Logan Paul in the dick and disqualify him. It, that's that's <laughs> only if Issa would not try to become a member of the bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm and now that they announced backlash in May, let's look at this WWE schedule going through September. So start at the beginning of the year. San Antonio was Rumble. Montreal, Quebec, Canada, Elimination Chamber. Um clearly Los Angeles, Hollywood for WrestleMania. Then we're going to Puerto Rico for backlash. Then we're going to Saudi Arabia uh for King and Queen of the Ring. After that, the O2 Arena in London for Money in the Bank. After that, Detroit, Michigan for SummerSlam. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Except Detroit. <laughs> Except for Detroit. Like Detroit's the low Detroit's the low one on the totem pole. And they get SummerSlam, the second biggest show of the year. But that's great. Like there's clearly a plan here. And they're really trying to put the world in world wrestling entertainment. And that is just not the world's open again. I mean, yeah. hell, might as well. But that, right? that that's a that's aggressive. I love it. I love the aggressiveness of it. It is it is yeah. absolutely wild. Yeah, it's nice to have a world champion, not just a Chicago champion. <laughs> yeah, a Chicago <laughs> times a year, like six to a dozen times a year champion. Yeah, you literally have to defend around the world, and I love it. They're finally really going into the whole world wrestling entertainment portion of it. All around the world. Just so you heard. It's cool. I mean, and, and it's not like they're not going to sell out. I mean, the O2 Arena for Money in the Bank sold out in under like five minutes. Those bastards. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's going to be such a fun show. I just wish I was there. Yeah. <laughs> One day. One day. I, I I might go to the UK and just never return. They just seem like my kind of people. They watch sports. They drink beer. They chill the fuck out. This sounds this sounds amazing. They sing songs. It's great. They, I think. Well, depending on parts. You know, do they like black people over there? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like trying to just, figure it out. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Any, any more than here or less than here? You yeah, know, the, I don't know if there's that right? much of a difference. <laughs> hey, well, no, dude, as long as you're not Middle Eastern, they're going to love you over there. They have a big problem with Middle Easterns over there. It's it's weird. I mean, I got to figure out wherever we're like the the United Kingdom or the Empire of England didn't go. So, like, there's people from everywhere in the uk true they did queen elizabeth did colonize like 80 percent of the globe yeah i mean there was a time you'll forget that when she died like she used to own 80 percent of the world there was there was and there's they're still kind of under the same like the queen is still recognized over royal the royal family still recognized in a lot yeah, of those they're countries still, too they're still having revolts yeah <laughs> yeah there was a well, there was a time and this is totally not wrestling related but there was a time where literally the sun never set on the on the british empire yeah, pretty pretty nuts, right? Yeah, it's that's yeah, that's. But I forget God. what country it was. It was a country in South America, I think, or or Central America. Don't quote me. 
that I was like just within the past few years, like had to vote to like not use Queens law. It's anymore. in, it's in, yeah, it's in like, it's like it was like El Salvador or something. It's, it's in like totally Central America or the Caribbean somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think I might want the Caribbean islands. Yeah. Um, yeah, they literally just they had to like, fight and vote to like not recognize. Remember Prince Harry and her, her boy toy went there, her girl, whatever her name was, Meg- Megan. Megan. You mean his wife? There. Yeah, his wife. Yeah, boy toy. Um, they both went to that island and like they got booed off the islands. Like they had like they had to leave. <laughs> I do not remember that. I also I it was recently. Oh, I don't follow recently. the royal family. Like I don't either. I just thought it was hilarious. That's uh, the one thing I heard from them. Oh no, I watched the doc. The doc was great, in my opinion. But let's move on. Let's it, continue. Watch the South Park episode. Yes. And now let's go to what Cody Rhodes referred to as his little indie show known as AEW. What's damn, <laughs> damn, Cody, that was rough. <laughs> what a what a backhanded compliment. <laughs> He's like, I get what he was saying is at the time it was a little indie show. And now it's just, it's an, it's an indie show. It's an indie show, yeah. And that's what it's it, a really good indie show, though. With TV. Yeah, AEW Revolution. What I hear. Yeah, AEW Revolution. You probably did not watch this yet, did you? Uh, no, okay. I did not. So I'll give you a synopsis. Um, it was a good show. I'd give it at max a solid eight. Uh, lo and behold, MJF won because who didn't think that was going to happen? And the first half of the first half of that match, the Iron Man match in and of itself, was exactly what you thought it was going to be. A lot of chain wrestling, a lot of rests, a lot of MJF taking breaks. They ramped it up a little bit. Uh, it was good. It was solid. MJF looks amazing. He got a very cut and very lean. I heard oh, they also went match. to overtime, which I was just like, oh, of course they did. Yeah, they went to overtime. Although it was, I was like, yeah, of course they did. Yeah, they went to overtime, and actually MJF made Brian tap out. Yeah, he's been doing that in his whole time in AEW. Which is which he, is he probably he probably taps out in bed. <laughs> Brie yells, "Primo!" <laughs> she yells before she comes. <laughs> Primo! Ah! <laughs> I can I can yes, definitely see. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> How has no one done a parody of that yet? <laughs> it's Freddy walks in, not again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was the Iron Man match was actually pretty good. It was just a lot of stuff uh, that was it was typical. I wasn't really invested because I probably just don't watch AEW as much. What um, MJF got somewhat of a some heat for because he's a heel so he went into the crowd i don't know if you've seen this video yet he went into the crowd he threw like a trash can around so he go there's a there's an african-american lady or a black lady and cl- who's standing up while mjf's walking by her and she has a cup of clear liquid we're assuming it's water okay he t- it's Sierra Mist. Maybe, maybe. It's no, it's not Sierra plant. Mist anymore. It's Starry now. It's Starry. They make, there's no more Sierra what? Mist. Yeah, Sierra Mist is gone. They changed it to Starry. I heard Starry, but I didn't know that was Sierra Mist. That's Dude, a I used Sierra to Mist replacement. Sierra- I used to love Sierra Mist, and then they like it made taste like Seven Up. I never drank it again. Well, that's yeah. Well, like so, ten years ago. So she took, he took the clear liquid and literally poured it on what was. What Porter was everybody soon was her young, like less than ten year old son. Nice. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. I was like, I get it, but I was like, ooh, that's the it, op from an optics perspective. That looks kind of rough. Definitely a plan. <laughs> well, no, not a plan. Apparently, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that that mother didn't turn that into a triple threat match and start attacking MJ. I'm like, motherfucker, I gotta take this kid home wet now. <laughs> 
You fucking kidding From me? From what I read, and I don't know if it's true or not, Tony Khan and company did take care of a child, you know, gave him some tickets, blah, 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 uh, brought him backstage, met his favorite wrestler and all that stuff. So all's well that ends well, I guess. By the time I was like, ooh, well, I don't know. Like, it's one thing when, it's, it's one thing when, you know, you have someone who takes, like, you know, I compare it to when Sasha took Izzy's headband. Yeah, but people know who Izzy is, right? It's yeah. a stranger. Yeah, pe- but then, then again, dude, that kid's gonna remember that forever. Yeah, some white guy, that some white guy poured water on me. And be a fan forever. He's gonna, he's gonna debut and turn on MJF. <laughs> yeah, dude, that kid, that kid's gonna watch that clip and be like, "Yeah, that's me." That's the long, st- that's a long term story. MJF threw water on me, and ever since then, it's been my lifelong mission to get revenge on him and end his. Like, career. how does the kid feel? I bet he feels great. I don't know. They 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 pan the camera away from the kid really quickly, so. Yeah, of course. So I don't know. It's a fucking kid. Yeah, no, optically, yeah, you should no, don't do that to a kid. Yeah. Like in all in all seriousness, dude. If you're gonna get get heat, like don't assault a child. That's yeah. technically assault. Yeah, like that's it's it's assault. one thing to take like a headband or something, and that's you know, even that was kind of like pretty extreme at the time, but like to pour a liquid on another person, especially a child, ooh, Oh, if bad. it's an adult go fucking. Yeah, go if it's an adult go for it, yeah. Yeah, but if it's if it's a ten year old kid or less than ten, I'm assuming, yeah. Like, he come on, really dude. Yeah, I was like Come on, dude. Ooh, MJF. Uh, other things that happened in the show. It's been great in the nineties though. <laughs> in ECW, yeah. <laughs> um, other things that happened on the show. Uh this was a very this is more of a gimmicky show than I thought. Um Ricky Starks was was one of one of three regular wrestling matches on the show. Ricky Starks beat Jericho. Uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry beat Christian Cage in what was a casket match, apparently. Interesting. Um, and it was really funny. So once soon as he closed the lid, the casket dropped out of out of visual. So it was like it was like a trap door. Interesting. Which was a crazy casket match, buried alive. Um, uh, the Elite lost to um, Aleister Black and Company. Cool. So they dropped. Um, the Gun Club won the Fatal Four Way tag title. Thank God. And then they were mic checks by FTR. FTR is back. And some nice new shirts. Wardlow beat Samoa Joe to win the uh, TNT title. Uh, Jamie Hayter retained in the Triple Threat. Uh, oh, Hangman Page actually won. He tapped out Moxley in the Texas Death Match. Nice. Yeah. Um, Good for him. Yeah. And uh, I think that was pretty much it. My issue with this, it was it was House of Black. Thank you, Fretz. Uh, my issue with this show was that it was a lot of gimmicks, a lot of extreme gimmicks. So by the time I got to the Iron Man match, I was like, I've seen enough of the gimmicks, and I've seen enough blood. Everybody bled. Yeah. Every like it was there was a there was a bleeding spot in every match. I mean the Texas Death match, I of course you're gonna bleed. Moxie was literally stabbing Hangman with a fork. <laughs> okay. Um I just I the gimmicks were too much, so it made, and the, the the amount of blood like even one of the even one of the members of FTR bled and that was during a run in. Why are you bleeding during a run in? You know, Christian Cage bled in a casket match. Everybody was bleeding. Like everybody was bleeding, and it really so it really kind of took it took away from the experience, and also took and I also feel like everybody used weapons. Mm. You know, so it was just like there's time and place, but if you it it sullies everything and kind of just it, I felt like it was a lot of overuse of the same spots at the same moments. I get that. Yeah. AW is more spectacle than storytelling. Yeah. 
Which is yeah. fine, but they're really they're really good at spectacle. I asked my friend at work. Yeah, they are really good at spectacle. Yeah. I was like, I was like, how was the, how was the, how was Revolution? She was fucking awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, good. Yeah. No, it. it was it was like spectacle wise. Yes, it is a spectacle. They did they did a, did a yeah, good numbers. Yeah, the show's not great at storytelling. Yeah. It's, it's it's a lot of Gaga, as Pat Pat Harrison would call it. Yeah. It's a there. Which is exactly why I loved ECW, but there's a reason why ECW was a highlight show. <laughs> like an ECW yeah, pay per view can be a little difficult to get through sometimes. Yeah. What I what I did like about it is that a lot of the people that really helped to start AEW started at essentially were doing the job for young kids. Ricky Starks won, Hater retained, yep. you know. Yep. Hangman Adam MJF. Page, MJF. Yep. I mean Brian tapped out MJF. Um Hangman Adam Page tapped out Moxley, which like how does Moxley tapped out during a death match? That's his thing. Like that those that's that's a sign and Samoa Joe was choked out as well. So I think that's a sign for them going in the right direction. They now really trust that younger talent to really start to move the show. I hope. One one can only one can only wait and see. Uh yeah. But if you do get a chance, it's it's a good show. Like I said, it's spectacle, a lot of good, a lot of interesting spots. Uh the crowd's great. The crowd is really on fire. That's I'm very surprised. Where, where were they? What town were they in? Um, San Francisco. Uh, That's right. Where the Warriors play. Oh. Yeah, it's a great arena. Very great. You mean arena. Not, you mean not the Cow Palace? Not the cow. No, not, <laughs> not the Cow Palace. Oh. It is a missed opportunity to not do the Cow Palace. You're absolutely correct. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. It was just like too much blood, guys. Like, come on, we can do. We could like give me give me a little bit more substance. Stop going to the same spots. Yeah, uh, dude, pick your pick your spots. Pick your spots for blood. Less is more. Yeah. Uh, before we get into Raw, here's a picture of Vince McMahon who looks like an 80s cocaine dealer because Vince McMahon was... Oh, my God. Yeah, look at that. Look at that face. How do you feel about that, Will? God, he looks like he eats ass. <laughs> like, now. He has a nice haircut. He kind of looks younger. Yeah. With the shades... Honestly, dude, I feel that's, my, that's what my dad's gonna look like when he's eighty. <laughs> well, then, like I'm not gonna lie, that's, that's I'm gonna take. I should take a save a picture of this. Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look like Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this got everybody up in a tussie because Vince McMahon was backstage at Raw because he fucking can. He literally still owns the company. Yeah, it's his company. <laughs> he's probably there every week. Yeah, no. Apparently, he was there just to see Cena because Cena was in Boston. Um, and it was a really good Raw, but everybody got on to like, oh, he's doing creative. Like, no, he's not. No, he is, but he's not. <laughs> With that mustache, he might be taking over creative. Actually, him, and, dude, he's like, he's like a, a hat. He's like a Mets head away from being Bobby Valentine after he got ejected from a video game. from the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I remember that. I remember <laughs> that. He put a hat on, shades like a fake mustache, and came back into the dugout, and he got thrown he out again. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he got thrown out again. <laughs> Yeah, he threw him out again. He got suspended. <laughs> that's, what Vince, that. that's what Vince McMahon looks like. <laughs> like, dude, he's definitely okay. He's not directly involved in creative, no. but he owns the company, and Triple H is his family. He talks to him about creative probably every All single the day. fucking time. I mean, yeah, he's not talking to Linda. No, that's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's definitely involved in creative. Does he have final say? Probably not. No. But. He owns the company. His word still carries weight, and it's his company. He's definitely making suggestions. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. It's been his company since he was. He didn't have a mustache. 
Which was like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which at a point in time was still his company. This could be the reason why everybody was pretty much on their P's and Q's during Raw because Raw was fucking amazing. It was like, oh my God, Daddy Vincent's home. We got to act right. And boy, did they act right. Let's start with... It is on, Raw was on fire. Yeah. Let's, let's start with what was the end of Raw. Jey Uso, will he or Ugh. won't he? Jey Uso Ugh. was literally one one you know face paint away from being Sting in the Raptors from '98 for the last like four weeks. Okay, pretty much. He's, he's missing Macho Man sitting out there for no reason with him. <laughs> yeah, will he or won't he? He leaves. He leaves Jimmy high and dry. Doesn't really hug him. He like he's literally tearing at his heartstrings. He goes to Sammy. He hugs it out with Sammy. The place goes nuts. And then he kicks Sammy in the fucking face. Dude, the, the how long he waited between, like, the finger up and the kick felt like an eternity. Beautiful. He just, he just stretched it out. I was just waiting for that lower third graphic. Stretched it out, stretched it out, stretched it out, and pop! He he got he you if you really really watching you could see it from a mile away. He yeah. was setting up that kick. Yeah, he waited for it though. <laughs> he took the moment in and then popped him. Yeah. I almost cut the audio for the pop when he kicked him because that was like a <gasps> yeah. <moment. laughs> yeah. See, young bucks it only takes one super kick for the story to change. Boston <laughs> as a crowd got really tired towards the end of the show, and like this the match brought them back up. Pop, yeah. The uh, the 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 women's segment with Trish and Lita was dead. And then this, just the ending, this that kick, that crowd went nuts. Here's here's my thing. How many times is Sami Zayn going to get betrayed in his wrestling career? Everybody it turns works. on this man. Yeah, he's because he's, he's an idiot. What do you think was going to happen? Have you not watched wrestling before? <laughs> I thought you were a fan. I love. They probably they probably blurred it out, or they probably bleeped it while you watched Super Raw. No, they didn't. They, oh, that, he screamed. This family shit. Oh, that they still that still got through. Yeah, because it, it wasn't it was it was off mic technically. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this is family shit. It was it was great. I mean, I could have seen it coming. Uh, so congratulations to everybody. Sami Zayn's going to be in the main event against the Usos at Mania. Just not, the qu- the question now is that how does he how does he win over Kevin? I don't know. There was a little thing backstage where... It... I saw that, too. Kevin was just like, to just go away. Well, no. No, after that, when um, there's a segment where Elias and um, Rick Boogs were talking, and in the background, you saw Cody talking to Kevin Owens. Interesting. Yes. Yes. And by the way, if you really want to truly main event WrestleMania, you don't have the actual main event to come and save you after you've got your head kicked in again. There's a difference in, in placement, folks. Um, but it's great. It's great. The story continues. Uh, Fretz, I really hope you didn't. Cr- I hope you didn't cry at this moment. You could have. You should have seen this coming, Fretz. For as long as you've watched wrestling, you should have yeah, seen the betrayal. Yeah, Fretz. Like, what do you, do you don't watch our show. Like, come on. Now, but. <laughs> but all that being said, uh, it has just broken in Will that um, Jey Uso is now officially an Oscar nominee. I did see this. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's had great performances this whole year. Yeah. And last year, too. Like, he's really... It, 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 like, the main event of WrestleMania really is Sammy and Jey Uso. It is Jimmy and Kevin are kind of there. Yeah. Night one. Night one. Keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Let's keep, let's keep that intact for us. But let's move on. It better be. Yeah. 
everything at Re- and I saw some great tickets for WrestleMania, like a, a combo ticket. I was like, ooh, maybe. Um, but it's almost way too late for me to make that jump to go all the way to LA. Uh, yeah, that flight that flight's gonna be at least thousand dollars. I know, but I got I saw a combo ticket for six hundred. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Sh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, next week is Philly. Next next year is Philly. Philly. Next, next year is Philly. Philly. <laughs> next year is Philly. It sucks because it was like it's 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 club level too. It's like the club seating. Uh, sucks. I'll stop talking. Next I, next slide. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of WrestleMania building this week between um between SmackDown and especially on Raw. And let's go to SmackDown with the promo that this main event needed between Roman and Cody Rhodes. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Good masterclass. I love how Roman goes. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, Roman's <laughs> again with timing. Roman took his time. His whole, uh, you know, he told me about you. And he waited like what felt like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then just nothing. He did a good Dusty impersonation. He did do a good Dusty. <laughs> that which was surprising. He did a pretty good. He did a. He did do a pretty good Dusty. Good. It was. It was good. It was poignant. He really took jabs at Cody. Cody went right back at him and defended himself. It was. It was perfect. I love this visual that we see here. Roman with the spring in the air, Cody, like, Roman kind of just, you know, the the laid-back champion, but doesn't give a shit, and Cody is clearly, essentially, when you look at this, seemingly overdressed, like, he really wants to play the part, you know, but it, it was it was a good back and forth, again, I don't know why he called AEW his little indie show, I was like, that's, Because he, he, he can't call it AEW, and Meltzer <laughs> called it a little indie show, <laughs> more of a jab at Meltzer than anything else. Probably. And now now Melt is over here like taking credit. I made this happen. Yeah, right. Which is <laughs> funny because MGF did did take a pop at Meltzer um during the Iron Man match. He was like, Oh am I am I gonna lose a star for Miss Meltzer? Because after it's after he threw the uh water on the child. He's like, I'm gonna lose a star for Miss Meltzer. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, it was really funny. But it was good. It really did a lot for both people and it really set the stakes. For this main event, which I am very excited for, this main event. The stories are put in place very well, um, and it's two it's two characters that people believe in, which is good. On the contrary, there was a funeral or a eulogy that was held on Raw, and the guy doing the eulogy was John Cena, boop, 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 boop. who annihilated. Austin Theory, man. he doesn't. He hasn't. He hasn't aged too gracefully. No, he has not. Um, and he didn't even do roids that we know of. Um, yeah, stop. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> oh, we know that we know. I watched this promo live. Number one, the pop he got was unreal, which I you should have expected because he was in Boston. Yeah, he's in Boston. The pop he got was unreal, but like I was like, wow. The, the more I looked at the people who showed up on Raw Day and the pops every again, I was like, wow. Sammy's pops don't really seem that great anymore. That's another topic for another time. Um, and then Theory came out. They didn't even give John Cena time to speak. And yeah, Theory came out immediately. Yeah, which I was like, okay, He's I was like, like okay, good. Promo. I was like, okay, good. I like where it's going. This is great. And then John Cena just decided to destroy his the person and the character in one foul swoop. And I, D- I literally the problem is it. though, like he's 
kind of right. But here's the thing. I, I, well, I tweeted this. I tweeted, I was like, John, he's just a boy. Don't do this to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a boy. It's like, he's just a little kid. The, it, it's not the fact about whether he's true or not. As much as I enjoyed this evisceration of Austin Theory, I think it went too far. And I will go on record in saying this. John Cena, the character, is a fucking asshole. John Cena, the character in Wrestler, is an asshole. John Cena, the character in Total Bellas, was a complete asshole. John Cena, the character in Total Divas, is a huge douchebag. John Cena, the person making with John Cena, amazing guy. Would love to be his friend. But the rest of the John Cenas, go fuck himself. Um, this promo ran the typical John Cena formula as I'm going to degrade my opponent and make myself seem like the high and mighty good guy. Degrade him, degrade him, degrade him, knock him down. And when I beat him and or either he beats me, then I'm going to give him all the praise he deserves. The only problem is the damage is already done yeah. with theory. The damage is done with theory. It, it So it, there's a difference between the, that promo and the promo that Cody and Roman did. Cody and Romo did a promo where they were kind of really taking jabs at their character. It was a little bit of blurring the lines, but it was more so, why are you formidable or why are you not formidable? The difference with Cody and Roman and this one with John Cena and Austin Theory, John Cena said, you're not formidable and you're you're not in my league, which is great. But then I think he took a step too far, which I think does nothing for Theory, when he said, I don't care, the fans don't care, and you don't care. That's the thing where it's just not accurate. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of this problem that this wasn't true. Like, Theory has the heart. Sure, he does. He has the opportunities. It's like, I was kind of watching his poem. I was like, no, that's not, I don't believe this. I don't believe this. I'm a big Theory fan. Yeah. Do, do the fans care? Mm, that's debatable, depending on who you ask. Not Honestly, not really, mm-hmm. for the most part. Do they pipe in crowd noise? Probably. They do that a lot. Yeah. But the thing that was so true is, he's like, I'm going to beat you and you're going to be nothing. Because it's like, well, that happened to... Everybody you beat at WrestleMania. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happened to Rusev. happened to Bray Wyatt. It happens to pretty much everybody. You know. So, that part, I was like, yeah, it's true. It's like, or you're going to win and come out nothing's going to happen with it. He's like, or you're going to win and then I'm going to be gone and you can't really build off of it. That, so, it's like, yeah, it's kind of true. But that's, that's like, well, also the issue. Why is this match then? Yeah, then why, yeah, then why is he doing this <laughs> match? Why do the match? Yeah. Why, why, yeah. Like, why do you book this match then? Because that, that part's very true. Like, losing to John Cena does nothing for him. It ruins his career. Beating John Cena also now kind of does nothing for him. It's like yeah, it, kind of right. Yeah, it does absolutely nothing for him. And this is this this will is the burial of Austin Theory, front and center. And people will compare this because I know I'm going to get in front of this. people are going to compare this to when John Cena eviscerated Roman Reigns. Remember that moment? Yeah, that's true. And do you know what Roman had to do? I'll tell you the timeline of Roman Reigns after that Cena promo and match. Roman got <laughs> ca- Roman got cancer again. Came <laughs> back from said cancer. Beat Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. A person who John Cena had a hand in literally destroying his potential as well. You had a pandemic hit, which Roman could not perform because, of course, he had cancer and had you know autoimmune. Autoimmune, yeah, autoimmune, complete liability. Complete liability. He comes back from said pandemic, has to has to join with Paul Heyman and totally revamp his character to get over the John Cena issue, because he was dead in the water after that. He was dead in the water before and during that too. Exactly. 
Yeah, that John Cena didn't do any favors. Yeah. It made us, it made us, he's, John Cena's like, oh, I'm going to get cheered. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference when John Cena. To be fair, though, yeah. John Cena did come back and get his ass whooped at SummerSlam, though. Fair. That's fine. But that was after Roman had, again, revamp his whole character, join up with Paul yeah. Heyman, all of that stuff. There's a difference when it's John Cena going against a young town who he clearly should be elevating, but yet he's taken down. Because when John Cena does this to somebody like The Rock or AJ Styles, they work out scot-free because they're already established. And you can you can try to belittle The Rock, AJ Styles, people of that stature if you're John Cena, but I don't think you should be going so seriously hard and saying, like, no one cares about you to someone who's clearly the future of the company. At least he didn't take an AA. You're correct. You're correct. <laughs> that, yes. that, that would have been a little... He just introduced Cody Rhodes, and I don't know what happened after that. That was... Yeah, he goes, but here's somebody who is ready for the spot, and Cody, like, he goes from totally saying you're not ready, but Cody's ready. So Cody's winning at Mania, by the way. Um, that, look at that face. Look at that face by Cody. He's so happy. Yeah, and Cena's just like, oh, my dick is so hard right now. <laughs> Cena's like, God, I felt so good as to bury this fucking kid <laughs> and put over the new pony boy. I just want to know if anybody's actually checked up on Austin Theory after that promo because it was, whew, that was, that was an even, I've never seen something so bad. And, and Theory did not cut a good promo. He's like, yeah, your hairline, though. Can you blame him? He, yeah, what was he going to say? What was he going to say? Yeah. What do you got, dude? What do you got? There's nothing <laughs> what do you got, he could have said to get himself yeah. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and, then he gets, and then he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's Cody because he's totally better than you. Which Cody might be, but damn, that was, that was, it was like a double whammy. I was like, there's no, he's, there's no coming back for Theory for this. There's nothing he can do. Yeah, that was rough, dude. And Theory's been on a really good run, too. That's the shame. Like, this is the theory that I loved in Evolve. He was doing really well. And so when he's like, no one cares, it's like, I don't know. I care a lot. He doesn't care. He's really, you can't say Theory doesn't care. Like, he's found his character. Like, he cares. Like, his, his character isn't, I don't care. His character is, I'm the best. Now, let me kind of show it in a shitty way. Yeah, it's Hollywood rock. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. He's also like he's he's a little bit of Cena, he's a little bit of Randy Orton, he's a little bit of Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean Austin Theory learned a valuable lesson, and that lesson is don't meet your heroes. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he didn't have any good responses, which was a big problem. Again, how can you? <laughs> At yeah. that point you should have, you should just walk the, or yeah, just punch him in the face. Fuck it. Yeah, just punch him in the face. <laughs> Fuck it. What do you have to lose? Your, your yeah. character's done. I'm <laughs> just like yeah. your character's done. What do you have to lose? Cody is Cody is on a meteoric rise now because he's not got the John Cena approval. Going like, on, do we see John Cena again before Mania? Maybe, but not on Raw. But maybe like video packages. So yeah, then like, what does Theory do now for the next three weeks? It's gonna be rough for Theory. I think it's really going to be rough for him. Like, like, dude, it's going to be hard for him to carry a feud by himself. It's going to be hard for him to even show up to Raw. <laughs> you know? Like, any momentum that he may have had challenging Cena and all of it, I think it's all gone. I, like, I, he's going he's gonna to beat him, though. No, he is going to beat him. And But the problem is, it doesn't matter. Cena's already said it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. And that's 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 where I think Cena kind of really aggressively crossed the line with him. Um, but hey, we'll we'll see what happens in what twenty five days. 
It's like 20, give or take. Give or take 25 days. Uh, moving on, more world building for WrestleMania. Logan Paul punched the shit out of Seth, and Seth sold it like a million bucks. Um, I'm ready for this. Crowd is really hot for this, too. They did not like Logan Paul. No, no, not and many they people do. Loved, they, 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 they piped on the mics for the fuck you, Logan Chance. <laughs> They're like, it's two months of censor. Um, but I, I do love it. I, I, I wanted to try Logan Paul's drink. I heard it's really good. The pride. I heard it's good. Yeah, I heard, I heard it's. it's I heard it's like body armor. Interesting. Yeah, uh, but I'm I'm here with. I like Logan Paul's stance. He's clearly gotten better on the microphone. He has. Oh, He's so... gotten better at crowd crowd work too. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God, you're getting better, Logan. Um, Dude, yeah, I'm a big fan. I I I, I hate, I'm a big fan of him in wrestling too. <laughs> like in wrestling, I'm kind of talking to a fan of him in general. It's like as an entrepreneur, I hit term influencer, but like as a like he's not a great I, businessman. Yeah, I think he's more of an influencer. I think he's just an entrepreneur. I like, him, I like him as a I like him as a boxer. He is an entrepreneur. You know, he has got he's got a few uh, scandals under his under his hat, but yeah, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> at this at this point, Jake Paul's a better boxer. You wouldn't know that because he just lost to Tommy Fury. Um, but Jake Paul is Jake Paul is a better boxer though. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no, this is going to be great. Like, I love his work. Seth is, Seth is over like Rover. That crowd was so hot for Seth. Dude, so is Logan, though. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. This, like, this match is going to be nuts. Yeah, so nuts. I can't wait to see what they pull off. Um, this might be the match of the weekend at WrestleMania, above so everything. Ma- so many Spanish flies. <laughs> it's it's going to be a perpetual spin in the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're gonna go into orbit. <laughs> Just go all around the stadium. <laughs> you know, you know that you know that move in uh, Blades of Glory, like it's the head cut off. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do that move, like the spinning white lotus. <laughs> They're gonna do that move <laughs> the entire time. Oh my god! Also, speaking of world building, Trish is back because Yay. I'm fine. Listen, anytime I can see Trish on TV, it's a good. It is a good day, but... Dude, I totally forgot she was retired. Yeah, she comes back randomly. She's probably bored. And plus, have you seen Trish lately? Like, she can, looks like she can still go. She, yeah, she looks gorgeous. She's the Jennifer Lopez of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she is. But the show stealer of the segment was Bailey's pants. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I almost. Betty looked really good last I night. I almost texted you. I almost texted you. I was like, "Well, you got to see this." <laughs> uh, I, I looked up. Don't you worry. <laughs> Bailey looked. Bailey looked real tired over there. <laughs> but honestly, this is kind of. I mean, if we're not going to get Bailey and Becky, which we are going to get Bailey and Becky, it's going to be in a six-woman tag, which is fine. You get the, the WrestleMania always has some sort of legend spot. This is the legend spot. Yeah, this isn't. This better than the alternative. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I like it. Lita goes in as tag champ, which is really cool for her, because um, Lita's been a pretty big advocate of women's wrestling. She's the one who debuted the um, women's title. the women's title at WrestleMania 32. Yeah. So good for her. I'm glad she's I'm glad she's still doing something. And like I think we said it last week or a couple weeks ago, Lita can look old as hell, but that moonsault will always be pretty. Yeah, <laughs> that moonsault is. Is a getter. So that's good. I mean, I'm getting more excited for WrestleMania just after this one Raw. And because also, yeah, Edge and Finn are also going to be a thing. Yay. <laughs> Here's where I think they're going to ramp it up. I think we're going to get Brood Edge versus Demon Finn. Probably. And the entrances are probably going to supersede the match, but I'm all here for it. Yeah, I mean, does, does it need a gimmick? No. I think it's a straight, straight match. Okay. 
I think no, that's, I, that's I think the spectacle of Edge and Finn are the entrances. Dude, they the commentary kept trying to build up Finn Balor, and then he got rolled up, and I was like, "Wow, this guy sucks. Listen, <laughs> this guy can't fucking buy a win." Well, it's really funny because that was um him and Johnny. That's a that's a him and Johnny had the feud from NXT. Remember? I forgot honestly until I mentioned it. Finn Finn did the craziest fake turn ever, where he did the bicycle kick on Johnny's head. That's right. I remember now. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty rocking. Yeah, we everybody thought Finn had joined Undisputed, but he was just he just hated Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Which is good. Um, but I like Edge and Finn. Again, this is another Mania match we also didn't get to talk about, but they are really, really slow burning Dom and Ray. They are, they're doing a really doing a really good job. Yeah. I love how Ray refuses to lay hands on his son. I love like, that what's, story. What's what's gonna do it? What's gonna what's Dude, gonna Dom- take? Dom has to, like, tie up his sister. <laughs> I think he's gonna, I think, if I were writing it, and if they were okay with it, I think he has to hit Angie. The mom? Yeah. Oof. It, it, no, it's it's aggressive. It's aggressive, but that, that might be it. Or, what's Vicky Guerrero doing? Uh, She's under contract with AEW. Shit, because that, that would have been my ace in the hole. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> I would have brought back Vicky. Vicky manages Dom. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Listen, anytime I can see Vicky Guerrero, and if you guys have never met Vicky Guerrero, whenever you get a chance to meet Vicky Guerrero, meet Vicky Guerrero. She's an amazing person. I hope one day in wrestling, Dominic Mysterious beats the evoluting fuck out of Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> All I, I, just, I just want him to beat up Chavo. Be like, he's my family! <laughs> <laughs> Chavo. Ooh, Chavo. Ooh, Chavo. <laughs> horrible, horrible. So let's move over to NXT as we start to wrap up the show. So interesting thing happened in NXT. So we had Miko Satomura, uh going for the NXT women's title against... Is, it, is this real? What actually happened? Against Roxanne Perez. So I, here's the thing. I was watching NXT and I was also prepping for the show and I was watching the match, and I literally, because I have a DVR as part of my cable package, I had to rewind it. And here's the thing. I don't know. Because I watched the last five minutes of the match, like, two times or so to see, like, where did she get hit? Where is she yeah. injured? Like, I looked for, like, when the ref went to her, did she, like, low-key, like, pinch his wrist or something like that? To be like, I'm okay. And I saw none of that. Um, and... We still don't know. WWE hasn't reported anything. I'm hoping it's storyline. Yeah, obviously <laughs> I hope it's storyline. Yeah. Because we've seen this a lot, dude. Like, a lot in the past year, just all over the world. Athletes are just randomly collapsing. Yeah, so if this is storyline, it's a bold choice. It's a very bold choice, especially after the DeMar Hamlin incident in the NFL. Yeah. It's it's a very, very bold choice, and it was like, what was interesting to me is that no ref put up the X. Uh, you saw Miko Sadamore crying in the corner. Booker T left commentary to get into the ring. So if this is a work... It, it worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> uh, it, it's still, for me personally, it's still very concerning, because like you said, we've seen this a lot in the past year in wrestling of athletes. So here's, so I read an article. Mm-hmm. And I'm just realizing how funny this is now from Fox News. <laughs> okay, here, here come about, the jokes. About, about what happens. And they didn't disclose whether this was like, sometimes they'll put it's part of storyline. Yeah. 
They didn't say whether it was or wasn't. I was just like, well, it's Fox News. Nothing you say is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. I was like, I really, I really closed the I was like, well, this wasn't helpful. <laughs> <laughs> It's very true. What so CNBC is accurate in wrestling news. Fox <laughs> News is still inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> what was interesting about this was that, you know, in the build-up to this match with Miko Sadamora, she was doing a lot of training, and in her promo, she's like, you know, I've worked myself past my limits, blah, blah, blah. So that is legitimately the storyline that she worked so hard, but she essentially, like, it was so exhausted she collapsed. That's great storytelling. You know how you could tell how she passed out? Did the pass out look fake? Like did, when she collapsed, it looked she fake. She fell like, forward and so she probably would have fell like to her knees and like backwards. Yeah, so yeah. she just fell straight forward like 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 a, like a plank. Yeah. It's probably real. Yeah. My guess, I'm, I'm gonna my guess right now is that it's real. And I hope it's not a hard thing. If it's a hard yeah. thing, I'm gonna stop hearing really. No, that's anything. that's very scary because she's twenty, twenty one. She's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. She's a baby, and like what, what, what also, what also, if it, like I said, if it, if it's a work, what they sold it really well because commentary stopped, like commentary stopped. Booker T ran into the ring. Shawn Michaels came out to help carry like the stretcher to yeah. into the ambulance and stuff, and that's literally how NXT ended with like no commentary and just just audio. Was it live? Uh yeah, it's live. So I don't know, but like the reps didn't put up the X or anything. I think like the, the, the X is kayfabe. I think now because everybody knows about it. Yeah, like the X is not real anymore. Yeah, like the X is only like the X is now used for storylines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's actually real, they use something else. Yeah, so it was like get the fuck down. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it was it was crazy to to see that again. If it is if it is a work and in the storyline. Bravo, bold choice, but bravo. But if it's actually like she's legitimately like hurt or injured, I really hope she gets a speedy recovery. What's what's on in her favor is that she's young. Yeah. So. So is Demar Hamlin, and his career is over. Yeah. Well, they still need to do a lot of testing on him, but yeah, they, they should never let him play football again. Yeah, it does. It was just. It's also one of the, it's one of those freak accidents things. But we can talk about Demar later. Uh, I watched that. I watched that live. That was very scary. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. So it's after the hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah, because you can see you can you can literally see his soul leaving his body essentially. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was it was wild. And wild. NFL was like, let's keep playing. <laughs> yeah, and the and the coaches were like, no. How about <laughs> fuck you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other things that happen in NXT that don't actually involve medical issues. Johnny Gargano has something to do WrestleMania weekend, and he's going to avenge his loss to Grayson Waller. Yay! So the storyline with this is that Grayson Waller has been pretty much being an asshole to Shawn Michaels. So he's pretty much being 95 Shawn Michaels to Shawn Michaels and being a prick. And so Grayson Waller challenged Shawn Michaels to a match at Stand and Deliver. And Shawn Michaels is like, no, I'm too old. But someone, but I know someone who isn't too old, and it's Johnny Gargano. And this is great, everything coming together, because the last time we saw Johnny Gargano in NXT, Grayson Waller pretty much elbowed, like, took him out. Mm. So this is a good coming around, and this gives Johnny Gargano something to do, because it seems like they're not ready for him up on the main roster. Yeah, he's just, what are you going to do with him? 
you gotta you they have to bring back the way completely like you need Indy to be up there with dexter and candace and johnny to do something and then maybe you you try to curtail theory Nah, you can't have theory go back into that comedy role no thank you he could they could they he could just um you could have theory come and be like fuck you i'm better than you now I mean, it'd be a good it'd be a good uh, match them together yeah like again like rivals not allies yeah no, be good. But Johnny Gargano's um, Johnny does close his chapter in NXT and then stays on Raw, which is perfectly fine. Last but not least on NXT for Stand and Liver, finally they made this official. The main event: Braun Breaker, Little Steiner versus the real person who's the A champ of the show or former A champ, Carmelo Hayes, are going to be fighting in the main event of NXT Stand and Deliver for the NXT Championship. This could go a bunch of ways. Carmelo Hayes was also on main event on Raw in Boston because he actually is from the Boston area, if you remember correctly, Will. What part, do you know? Uh, I forgot. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give yeah, it. Go, give it go, go, go take a look. Um, but he was there. He had a match. He posed with MVP and company. Um, essentially, because rumors have it that Carmelo Hayes... Oh, he's from Framingham. Yeah. <laughs> that might mean he's rich. He dresses the part. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there were rumors that they might be calling Carmelo Hayes up to reform the Hurt Business with him in it, which would be good. But I'm just happy that he finally gets a chance to go for the NXT title. Because to be quite honest with you, he's a much more believable, much more fun character than Braun Breaker. Yeah, it's not too far from me. Framingham. Frame, oh, from where you grew up? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happened in wrestling. Um, a lot of crazy stuff. We have... Hopefully Roxanne Perez is okay. Uh, hopefully Austin Theory gets mental health help <laughs> assistance mm-hmm. after after and t- boner pills apparently <laughs> after totally getting eviscerated. You know what it was for me as I go back when he did the the piped in crowd comment. I was like Jesus Christ. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like John, don't admit that. <laughs> yeah, it's about anything. It's like, we know they do it. Just. <sighs> he did it for you too buddy <laughs> oh man the only thing that Austin Theory not I think but the only thing that could have could have helped Austin Theory is like really I'm a theory you used to be called the prototype <laughs> <laughs> the prototype <laughs> that was your name John it was just sad but listen man wrestling's got about to get real fun in the next in the next couple of months, you have Mania, you have King and Queen in the Ring. That's also the same weekend as um, another AEW pay per view. I want to say it's like All Out or All In or something like that. If it's May. I think it's All Out. I think it's All Out. Yeah, you go from you go from King and Queen in the Ring to All Out in one weekend as well. Jesus. Yeah, it's that's like the, that's like the WrestleMania too. Is it their WrestleMania? I think so. I think All Out's the big one. That is my that is my other thing with AEW. It's like, what is your WrestleMania? Like, I don't know what is like. What is your WrestleMania? Yeah, but even even TNA had Bound for Glory. <laughs> yes, and everybody knew that was their WrestleMania. Even though it was more like Slammiversary was more their WrestleMania, but whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I don't like. I don't know what their what their like show of shows is. Also, Slammiversary, phenomenal name for a pay per view. Yeah, it's great. They should. Hold, they better be holding on to that copyright forever. Slammiversary is a great, great, great name. But so is King and Queen of the Ring. I'm joking. <laughs> totally. Too many words, dude. It is. I can't wait till they start promoing it. It should have called it Sandcastle. 
<laughs> fight no. for the sandcastle. Could you imagine it was like a sandcastle building like wrestling tournament? Wrestling royalty would have been fine. I'm going to see you. I'm going to fight you at wrestling royalty to put on the crown. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I can't wait for King Mansoir. <laughs> King, King Mase. And, and, then, and then they stone him. I hate to say it, but Maxwell Mel Models is finding their niche right now. Not in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if they'll go to Saudi, but I'm just talking about their gimmick. They're finding it on Raw. I they are the perfect backstage comedy segment on Raw. They're fashion police all over again. That's what that that's what that's what the evolution needs. They need to re-sign Fandango and Tyler Breeze and be the fashion police. Dude, Johnny Curtis is an impact. I think. Is he? Yeah. He might be. I know in some capacity Tyler Breeze is still a fill, still signed with WWE. He's I think he's a co- NXT coach. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Oh, good for him. That's a, or that or a trainer. He has his own school in Florida, but he might be he he could be hired as a trainer down there. Which if so, good for him. Good, that's a good that's a good that's a good job for him. That's why he's called Dirty Dango. It Thanks, is Dirty D- Dirty Dango. Which another great name. <laughs> Dirty Dango. Listen, I am Dirty Dango. Listen, I Dirty Dango. You can say what you want about Fondango, but he's that's a funny dude. He's such a funny dude. Like I'm glad he never took his job seriously. Yeah, we needed needed to wait. <laughs> Listen, he's one of, he's one of the highlights of Southpaw Regional Wrestling. True. Facts. Yeah, I I I need to rewatch those. Those always give me a good fucking laugh. But anyway, folks, that's all we have for this week in wrestling. We're under an hour. We talk I mean Again? Yeah. I thought we had to go long today. I thought we were too, but we kind of hit all the points without any contention because I think we both agreed on it. That is true. Was, I was like, yeah, no, you're right there. I hope it's not real. No, we kind of all agree on this one too. Yeah. Fuck, I'll, I'll just start, let's start arguing with something. Uh, um, uh, Damar Hammond deserved it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't no, know. Really? We didn't want to do that one? No, no, no. Uh, we, we could skip that one. Let's see if I can, th- can I think of a, is it racist real quick? For uh, leave it for the post show. I got nothing. Yeah, leave it for the post. There's nothing. We really don't have anything. I mean, we have a lot. We we talked about a lot. We agreed upon a lot. Because I mean, it's all kind of cut and dry. And when wrestling's good, sometimes it's just easy to to uh, to comment and talk about stuff. Fred's, Quick, show me you got nothing to complain about. Yeah, there's really nothing to complain about in wrestling right now. Even my AW random being complaining about stuff. It's just not really much. It's just too much blood. Um. Said Ward, Pretzelmania is reporting from AEW Dynamite. Wardlow got smashed and grabbed, but they showed it on TV, so I think it's a work. What do you mean smashed and grabbed? Can you can you can you elaborate? What Fretz? got smashed and what or who got grabbed? Well, actually, you know what and who got smashed and who and what got <laughs> grabbed? grabbed. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you gotta elaborate on that one for us, right? Because I did know I do know Wardlow is supposed to defend his TNT Championship against Powerhouse Hobbs, who won the Sonic Ring. AKA the face of the revolution ladder match. Oh, that's like a sonic ring. <laughs> and they 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 never change it, so they have to go around carrying that fucking big ass ring. God, so stupid. <laughs> Again. Oh, I we can talk about this a little bit actually, but as Fretz is trying to figure out and explain to us what Smash and Grab is. So did you watch SmackDown or Hulu SmackDown or anything? 
No, I, I saw some of it. So, did you see the segment where Drew came out and he was like, I have nothing to do, so I'm going to challenge Gunther for the IC title? Oh, yeah, yeah and, him and Sheamus got a good promo. And Sheamus was like, what the fuck? And Drew's like, you had your chance. <laughs> yeah. Voice. And then LA Knight came out, who's also over like Rover. I love LA Knight. He just knows how to get the crowd. Yeah. And then the New Day came out, and then Karrion Cross was like a member from Vice City. Um came out as well and i thought it was going to lead to a um to be intercontinental title like ladder match at mania Uh but apparently it's going to be a fatal five-way ew it's going to be a fatal five-way on smackdown this week to determine oh to see who's who's number one contender yeah right i would have much rather liked the ic title now guther i think gunther uh you know <laughs> I think he deserves a one-on-one match at Mania. That's fair, dude. Like that's fair. I, I don't. I don't need participation trophies at WrestleMania. And I think. Like, I think they're going away from that because they, they. There's no. There's no mention of a battle royal for men or women. Good, it, dude. Not everyone should be on WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, dude. Just, if just don't. Not, not everyone can be on the main card. Sorry, it's that's life. I had to like work, work harder, be better, yeah, get over. I had a conversation about what could you do if you were even going to bring the Battle Royals back um, at Mania. And for me, uh, I, I was brainstorming with Charles. Shout out to Charles, by the way. He's probably at work right now. Uh, but I was brainstorming with Charles. Like, how do you make this mean something? Because the WrestleMania's Battle Royals mean nothing. Look what it did for Corbin. Nothing. Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> Nothing. Cesaro. Yeah. Big Show. Bray Wyatt. Or was it Matt Hardy? I don't remember. I it think it was both. It was Matt. It was. I think it was Matt Hardy. It was Matt. <laughs> uh, Jay Uso won it once. Yeah, Carmella won. Um, for the women, I think Bailey won one. No, Naomi yeah. won. Naomi won the first one. Like who? I mean, if if this honestly, dude, you can just. Have it be a dark match and just not televise it for the pre-show. Well, it's the pre-show is like simulcast. I know, but like you could just you could have it on like they could just put them in put them out there and just not televise it. Could be just for the crowd walking in. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, because the pre-show it's actually used to you know <laughs> to build. They, so. actually, they actually they build and they show promo packages and, and yeah. interviews. They do a really good job on the pre-show. No, no, the the WrestleMania pre-show is actually really stellar. A lot all, of the so all, all of the any pay-per-view pre I watch all the pre-shows. Yeah, the, the pre-show's fun. It's like, oh, this is what happened when I wasn't watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's here's what here's what Charles and I thought of to uh, kind of expand on that. Like, how do we make this something that's uh, that's worthwhile? If you do bring the battle royals, I think you need to build to your fifth major, which is Money in the Bank. And the winner of the Battle Royal gets an automatic bid into the Money in the Bank ladder match for men or women. That'd be cool. I think that's how you make it worthwhile. So if you are going to put a bunch of people on there in a Battle Royal, make it make it for something. Like, yeah. Battle Royals need to have incentives. Yeah. And I think that's the perfect incentive to make it an annual thing where you're already saying, like, hey, we're at WrestleMania, but we're going to build to Money in the Bank. Right now. On the pre-show. On the pre-show, yeah. That's not going to be televised. No. <laughs> no, you do have to you have to put the Battle Royal on kind of TV because I think it's a bet, it's, well, they, they it's good have, marketing. Uh, they also have WrestleMania SmackDown now, remember? Oh, the SmackDown before. It's SmackDown, so that's Hall of Fame. Which, by the way, that's the other thing. Who the fuck is in the Hall Who of Fame? Who the fuck is in the Hall of Fame? I was wondering <laughs> yeah. that, too. Who does, they have announced nobody. nobody. 
It's still Nobody. it is still on sale for the Crypto.com Arena as SmackDown slash Hall of Fame. Like can Triple H is Triple H is like who wants to be in the Hall of Jeff? <laughs> wants to be in the hall like no nobody's in the hall of fame like did this vince to make some calls like dude enter the hall of fame like what the fuck <laughs> yeah i i don't know like who is eligible to be in the hall uh like everybody whoever they want <laughs> literally whoever they want the rock's not tommy in yet, tommy right? dreamer you're in Tom- the rock's not in cena's not in orton's not in triple h ain't well triple h is technically in so is i guess Orton. evolution evolution is evolution in. is not in no so Batista is in, but not in like Triple H isn't in as an individual. Batista is not was in, but like never made a speech. So yeah, who the fuck knows? I, I, I don't know who goes to the hall. Like, I, I don't know. Do you put in Michael? Could you put in Michael Cole into the hall of fame? Oh God, please. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> He deserves it. You put Michael Cole into the hall. Um, I don't know. I mean, Booker T is already in the hall. Uh, I, I, shit, dude. Psycho Sid. Do you really want to sit through a Psycho Sid speech? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, Ken Shamrock. Ken would be cool. I think I like Ken Shamrock would be cool. Ken Shamrock was still wrestling until like 2021, 2022. Yeah. Shane would be cool. Shane would be good. Who, 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 who uh, puts Shane in all? Who does a speech? Oh, probably Steph. That makes sense. Bam, isn't Bam Bam's not in the hall? Bam Bam's dead. But yeah. Well, I mean, so was Vader when he went in. Yeah. Um, who else? There's no, there's no mention of the Hall of Fame. There's no mention of the Warrior Award recipient. At all. Nothing. No celebrity. Nothing. Like, it's kind of concerning. Is it going to be a surprise? <laughs> they could do Lex Luger. That's not a bad pick either. Luger would be good. I think Luger's Luger's done his time. <laughs> like, well, he's more of a WCW Hall of Famer, but yeah, they account. They they they, they, hold, they hold they own WCW. Luger's- Liger, sure. Oh, Muda. They could do Muda, too. Great Muda is also an idea, yeah. They could do Brian... Well, if Brian Pillman's wife wants him to, there might be a problem with the family. Is there? I don't. I mean, I know Brian Pillman died, but I, was it like... I, he humiliated her on public television the next night. Oh, uh, yeah. Vince McMahon interviewed her in the ring. She's like, what are you going to do with your children now? I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. The next night, live on TV. Yeah. He interviewed his, his a widow... Yeah. Yeah, Vince. Really, really weird. Yeah. Really, it was really weird. Vince loves to push the envelope, man. <laughs> Sometimes too much. I think Vince was want to say, so you don't blame me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably right. But who else could go into the hall? Um, Chris Benoit. Have you ever heard of him? No. Really no. good guy from Canada. No, I think his name's redacted somewhere. Is Kane in? Kane was in last year. That's right. No, no, he wasn't. Two years. Kane was in the pandemic year. Whatever. Yeah. Can't say Kane, Taker, Foley's in. Terry Funkson, right? Yes. Okay. I think so. Um, he should be. Yeah. Terry Funk. I'm trying to just, I'm running, Rikishi's in. I know that. Uh, 
Jake Sa- I'm trying to just run through people. Bob Holly is not going into the Hall of Fame. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Fuck Bob Holly. Uh, Val Venus. Listen, I know Val's kind of a weird guy oh, now. That's good because then he can make a public appearance and not be like. Yeah. And then have Tony Khan not throw a hissy fit. Umaga, you could do Umaga. Umaga would be cool. Uh, Fit Finley. Yes. Yes. Fit Finley. Um. What about Hornswoggle? Is Hornswoggle Hall of Fame worthy enough? Swoggle? Yeah. yeah, dude. He's a midget who lasts like a decade. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he, has, he was on the New Day podcast once. He has great stories. He does. He does have great stories. Johnny Sims. Um, Johnny Sims would be cool. Dude, John Laurinaitis. <laughs> Johnny Ace. No way. He gets, he gets, to, he gets to Warrior Road for taking the bullet for Vince. No way. No way, <laughs> Johnny Ace. He the Vince McMahon. He gets the Warrior Award. <laughs> No way. Thanks, pal. <laughs> what about... All right, here, here's, here's a one that I don't know we'll agree on. Beat tag team, too. Uh, D'Lo Brown. <laughs> not, not a chance. <laughs> just, I'm just what pointing What did D'Lo that. do other than being a supporting character in the nation? He's one of the greatest European champions of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's not saying much. <laughs> I, I was the tallest kid in kindergarten. Listen, there have been some great European champions. John Cena's not going into the hall this year. Um... Uh, I want John Cena to go into the Hall of Fame and have The Rock be the one to introduce him. Uh, no, dude, Nikki Bella, obviously. <laughs> His beautiful bride. For, not anymore. <laughs> or you know what? Mrs. Dad needs to do it. <laughs> oh, Maurice. Maurice needs to be a Hall of Famer. Does Mar- Can Maurice be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, oh, speaking of women, um, the hell's your... Put, put him in as a manager, for fuck's sake, then. Yeah, no, Mickey James. Yes, for sure. Mickey James should be in the Hall of Fame. 100%. In- inducted by Layla and uh, Michelle McCool. <laughs> <laughs> Piggy James! Piggy, Piggy, Piggy! Now, if anybody's inducting Mickey, it's probably... not probably Trish. It's probably Trish, yeah. I was going to say, it's not Nick Aldis. He's not in, the- he's not in WWE yet. Who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy who clearly we've missed the boat on? Who, looks... who is this and why is he so fucking handsome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Carlito. <sighs> the Bushwhackers are in, all right? Okay, okay. all right, fine, fine. Uh, crash... they, they renamed the All-Atlantic title to the international title. Oh, my God. Interesting. Oh, my God, AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, guys. That'll make it better. <laughs> that won't be at all confusing. Oh. Let's call it the Intercontinental title. <laughs> well, remember when we looked at the the All Atlantic title the first time and it had it had like six countries weren't in the Atlantic <laughs> that were represented. Yeah. Why is Japan on here? Exactly. <laughs> Why? He might as well the Pacific West Coast title. Who is in their creative team that comes up with these names? They all need to be fired. You guys know you guys know Rusev is from a landlocked country, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like who is in their creative? Like <laughs> just horrible. Cassidy, Arns Cassidy versus Double J for the international titles. I, I hope Double J wins and the shit's all over it. Ain't I great? No, you suck. You've always been bad. You've never been great, ever. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez, the international title. My God, AEW. 
why do you do this to yourselves? <laughs> why do you do this? Hey, hey to we have yourself? something to bitch about bitching the plane on this show. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you didn't say we need a legendary tag team to go in. Yeah, dude, we got tag teams. Oh jeez. Um, I guess the Hardy Boys. My God, if they can if they can leave the state of North Carolina. True. Um, <laughs> Edge and Christian no, like, aren't in. Teams? Edge and Christian are not in. That's true. Edge and Christian as a team should go in too as well. Ag- agreed for sure. Um, Deuce and Domino. The natural disaster. <laughs> Stop it, Fred. Fred's just blocking you for saying the natural disaster. Yeah, uh, dude. Deuce and Domino. <laughs> What about the uh, if Billy Gunn wasn't under contract? Let's say what about the New Age Outlaws? They're already in. Are we? Oh, as DX. Okay. Uh, I think they're in as tag teams as a tag team as well. Maybe. Um. What about? Uh, what about Eddie and Ray? As a tag team? You want they a tag team? No. Los Los Guerreros. How about Los Guerreros? Eddie and. Well, it's Rey Mysterio, not Rey Guerrero. True. <laughs> Weren't Los Guerreros a tag team? Was Eddie and Chavo? Ah, uh, yes, Eddie and Chavo were, yes. The fact that I can't remember, I think, uh, sums it up for me. What about the Spirit Squad? <laughs> hey, you know what? Fuck it. The Spirit Squad deserves, deserves to be in there. Or uh, what was um, uh, Johnny Nitro and Joey Mercury? Eminem? I don't know. Mercury, Nitro, Eminem. Mm. They've been Lena with them. Nigel McGuinness? Would... Nigel McGuinness is a good one. Nigel McGuinness is sure. a good one. Nigel McGuinness is a good one. Great guy, too. Great guy. Not the headbangers, Fred. Yes, yes, right now. yes. You... Listen, the Bushwhackers can go in, the headbangers can go in. God, <laughs> I'd rather have Choppy Choppy Pee Pee Kai and Tai. Oh, you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather, you know what? Actually, Taka Mishinoku should go in. He was fucking great for Absolutely us. Absolutely not. You know, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather have the uh, Freds, who are like the Iranian, like, drill sergeant people with uh, Johnny, not Johnny Ace, uh, Don Callis was in it. Um, they all wore what? green in the red berets Wait, in 1998. When was this? Brett, you know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, Kirk Kurgan was in it, whatever his name was. Um, what about, all right, speaking of, speaking of Kurgan, or I don't know why this brother, what about Raven and his flock? Truth Commission. The Truth <laughs> Commission. Wow. <laughs> they were fucking awful. You know what? Put the ICP in his, his celebrities. No, fuck that. Put in right to censor. Oh, what about the um, um, the Godwins? The Godwins aren't in? No, they were terrible. They had a slop <laughs> drop as a finish. They were just hillbillies. Yeah, but they're the Undertaker's Phineas friends. Phineas O and, Hen- and Phineas. Phineas and Henry. Phineas, Phineas I and Phineas and Phineas. No, Phineas I and Henry O. Hagen Hogg. Yeah, the under- AKA friends with the Undertaker. Yes. <laughs> that, that's 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 what that's how they remain relevant. Uh oh, uh, Gold Dust should go in. I don't know. Goldash, Goldash. It's go fucking Hollywood. He's supposed to be the Hollywood like yeah, star. Gold, Goldash should Goldust go. Should and Cody, have... and Cody's gonna Cody's gonna win. You know, if you want to get Cody over even more, even more. Yeah. Have him induct. Have him induct Goldust. Why not? This is the perfect time to bring in Goldust. That actually might be holding him back. He might not be able. No, because he would just be showing up as Goldust. So you couldn't be like, oh, it's Dustin Rhodes, blah blah blah. But Goldust, essentially, arguably, the greatest. Mid card talent of all time, Gold Dust. Yeah, he only couldn't get over more because uh, the crowd kept chanting "faggot" at him at a time. Yeah, and they got a lot of hate mail, and censors weren't happy. Like a lot of people weren't happy with the Gold Dust character because it was the nineties. 
Listen, he ha- yeah, that's true. But he had one of those. He had the the. Here's the thing: Goldust should be inducted this year in the Hollywood because he also had one of the greatest WrestleMania matches ever, the Hollywood Backlot match. Oh, with Piper. <laughs> with Piper. <laughs> it's so good. It's awesomely bad. Put it that way. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, Fretz, they let Flair be inducted as a horseman when he was in TNA, and they got the yeah uh, they TNA had had a pick of the roster. They could pick anyone in the roster to make an appearance, mm-hmm. and Dixie Carter chose Christian. <laughs> <laughs> they could have had John Cena. She went with Christian. I'm gonna take Christian. Okay. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard was just like, uh, okay, you don't want anyone like you want someone else with them. We kind of feel bad. <laughs> the OJ Simpson chase match. Yes, friend. Yes, it is the OJ Simpson they used, chase. They match. actually used footage from the OJ, OJ trial, and, and Jerry the King Law was like, this looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry the King Law just completely no sold it. <laughs> that should be gold. Does she be the highlight this year? Um, you ever hear about how Goldust became, like, a thing? Probably. I don't remember, though. So, Vince McMahon was pitching Goldust to, to Dustin. Because um, Dustin had gone under, like, Dustin Rhodes for, like, fucking forever in a day. He was just a good old boy from Texas. Because um, that's really all Dustin is. <laughs> he's a good old boy from Texas. And he's like, yeah, you're androgynous. And he's like, all right. And he, and he, and he goes, I had no idea what androgynous meant. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> yeah, and he had to go look it up, and then he figured it out. He's like, ah, damn it. What did I disagree to? Listen, it should be Goldust and Terry as a duo, because they were an iconic duo for a while. Yes, Terry. Yeah, now Marlena should 1,000% go in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they were they were a sight to see for a long time. She got away with smoking a cigar on TV for like a decade. <laughs> a, a giant one. It was like bigger than her. Yeah. <laughs> Goldust was just like, that's how big my cock <laughs> Listen, Goldust is pure wrestling. If Goldust goes, God, to... I gotta, I gotta start doing Goldust things to Jazz when they part. Goldust, just rub your chest. <laughs> oh my God, you'll be TikTok famous if you do that for as long as to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Booker T should induct Goldust because Book Dust as a tag team was hysterical. Book Dust was really funny. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I think so. If we if we're doing our Hall of Fame class, we have Goldust, uh, Goldust and Marlena. Maybe you can put the click in. Make Triple H put Triple H in again. And Shawn Michaels Why and not? Kevin Nash. Why not? Right? And Shawn Waltman and then posthumously, <laughs> what's her name? What's his name? Scott Hall. Yeah. Oh, Mae Young's hand should be a Hall of Famer. I totally agree. I love how the hand was white, too. That was really... It was so white. Mark Henry's like, I'm a daddy. (laughs) Honestly, that's one of those things where I I would love to show a non-wrestling fan that storyline without context. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you go, this is not why I watch it, but it's why I show you it. (laughs) That might be one of the funniest storylines in the history of wrestling. It might be. It's got to be up there. It's got to be being birthed to a fucking hand. How did this get on TV? Well, the owner of the company thought it was fucking funny, and guess what? God, Vin- Vince Russo should be in the Hall of Fame for Edson. Let me be completely honest with you. <sighs> so should, like, a handful of... A lot, I say this every year. Referees. Yeah, we should do a referee. Um, Kyoto, at some point when he retires. Um, both Hebners, Tim both White, Hebners, Tim H. White. 
Tim Tim White will unfortunately have to go in post post posthumously. Yeah. Um, do you put Nick Patrick in? Yes. I fucking hated Nick Patrick, but okay. He was he was like the first actual heel ref. Yeah, I hated Nick Patrick with a burning passion. Yeah. Nick <laughs> Patrick was such a dick. Oh, Little Nate. Yeah, I said Little Nate. Yeah, yeah, Little Nate should go in. Brian, Brian, not Earl Hebner, frets. Uh, ring announcers. Oh yeah, uh, Lillian. Lillian should go in. I I think yep. Lillian would be great. Um, Justin Roberts should get in eventually. Eventually, he's he's got a lot more time. Yeah, he's a baby. He's a lot of time. Who was the guy that um that did Edge's entrance? He's at the rated R. Tony Chimmel. Super Tony Chimmel. Tony Chimmel, definitely. Yeah, he should go in for sure. Fink. The Fink's already in. That's right, he is in. Yeah, no, I think Lillian would be a great addition. Lillian Garcia, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, we can we can now we've gone an hour twenty. Good, perfect, right on time. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, we'll, we'll continue this Hall of Fame discussion when they announce the Hall of Fame, which might actually be never. But we'll figure. Yeah, There's not gonna do it. <laughs> but until then, until they do, hit that music, please. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 331, Word Life Theory. Say goodbye to Austin Theory because that career is over. He's going to come back as Austin Summergals, although he cannot be Stone Cold Steve Austin. But until then, he'll have to figure it out post-mania because nothing really matters for him anymore. <laughs> I've been your host, King Ricky Rose. You can formally find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at KLTR underscore podcast across all social media outlets. Like, share, subscribe, leave us five-star reviews. And if you're listening to us, make sure you are listening to us on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. And follow Wrestle Addict Radio on Twitter at Addict underscore Wrestle and everywhere else at Wrestle Addict Radio all one word. The links to all of that stuff are in the description below. It's been a fun week of wrestling. It's going to be a crazy ride all the way through Mania and then some. Wrestling is literally going global from this point on, and it's a lot of fun. Just, AW, please stop bleeding, and please stop changing the names of your titles. Will Tereshock. <laughs> yeah, it's called the blood title. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's blue. And then once you defend it, it turns red because you know the rumor it's like it needs oxygen and it turns red. There you go. That's why your veins are blue because your blood's blue. It's totally not true, but prove it. Because <laughs> the, the thing is, once it's air, it turns red. Yeah. So you can't prove it wrong. Yes. So good luck. My name is Will Tarash. T.S. and Thomas. A-R-A-S-H-U-K. You want to support me? It's, uh, shoot me an email. Will at APSpodcast.com to be on Talking with Tarash Rook. You want to give a donation, um, go to GoFundMe. Type in Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And uh, help us raise some cash because... Uh, Got a few grand in debt. So, yeah, help a brother out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, help us out. Uh, buy some merch. Make some donations. Give us money because you love us. Because we love you. When we come back next week, I think we're going to have a guest host. I'm in the works with, I'm in talks with two people to bring on as guests as we lead into our WrestleMania season. So, we're going to be some fun guests, too. One's a big Moxley fan. Um, I reached out to someone and he left me on red. So that wow. Was wow. Left you on red. Jesus. Probably. He's a, busy, he's a busy man. It's Slack is not busy. Shut the fuck up. It's the, the Slack left me on red. I'd say his name. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very true. So, until next week, when we figure all of us out yet again, and maybe we find out who's, all, who's in the Hall of Fame, probably not. But we'll see you soon, folks. Goodbye and good night. And oh yeah, fuck you, Slack. Good night, music. Good night.